0: Big Finish. We love stories. You're listening to the Big Finish podcast. Release date the 12th of December, 2021.
1: Wait, excuse me. Uh, so, were you going to leave without saying hi? Uh, Come on, Holly. Weren't you going to say hello?
2: Yeah, I just didn't want to. Uh, Martha, I can't believe you're really here. Tell me about it. <laughs>
0: I'm Benji Clifford, he's Nick Briggs, and it's time to fill your ears with the latest audio drama from Big Finish Productions.
3: As always, we start with our good review guide looking at For the Glory of Earth, (laughs) spelt U R T H, interestingly, featuring David Bradley as the first Doctor from that there Doctor Who programme you might have seen on the TV.
0: Yeah, 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 it's sometimes on
4: on uh, on the weekend, isn't it? Yeah. I don't hear a single
0: one of you congratulating me for landing somewhere circumspect. Well, after that, we go behind the scenes with The Year of Martha Jones, The Last Diner by James Goss. The Master has won, and the Doctor's companion Martha must fight to defeat him. There are many obstacles in her way
1: I am Freema Adjaman And I am playing Dr. Martha Jones
3: Then we go straight in with listeners' emails Just write to podcast at bigfinish.com To be part
0: of this truly remarkable phenomenon Following that in our also available segment We take a look at this week's Torchwood release The Grey Mare By Stuart Pringle and Lauren Mooney And it's all about the skeleton of a horse Roaming the streets of Wales
5: You're scared because you know something's wrong Something's out there tonight, in the dark,
0: and it wants to hurt us.
3: Then the Randomoid Selectatron will once again be giving you a 25% discount on a randomly selected Big Finish release. All I know
0: is, he told us to stay in the TARDIS, whatever happened. And we round things off with a free 15-minute drama tease from The Year of Martha Jones, The Last Diner, starring Freema Adjaman as Martha herself.
6: Martha. Mum. Oh my God. Oh.
0: Oh. No, no, no! oh well
3: now we just recently announced our upcoming third doctor adventure the annihilators what we was it you did. said to
0: me about the annihilators before we recorded well i said uh, nick i said judging by your your social media and, and all the things you're posting i have a feeling that you're really rather excited about this aren't you <laughs> Oh, I just loved working on
3: it. I wrote it and, and directed it. I wrote I, it. I wrote it. That fills us and, with confidence. And, and directed it. Um, and I'm doing the music. Uh, I'm
0: on uh, episode four, halfway through episode four as we so speak. It's, it's a long one, isn't it, as well? It's not a four-part. It's a seven-episode. Very well, we nice just thought.
3: Yeah, we just thought we had to... Um, well i tell you what happened Is that I thought Well I'll do a six part story And just have the whole Three disc box sets One story And then Sue Cowley Of Big Finish fame uh, Said to me While we were discussing this uh, A bunch of us She said If it's from season seven Doesn't it have to be Seven episodes <laughs> And I went mean, Sue, it does, doesn't it? It just <laughs> it just has to be And I noticed there's some um, reaction on social media where people say, "Well, you know, I don't know. There was a lot of unnecessary padding in those seven episode stories. I mean, I, I can't see this working." And I and I just went on and said, "Yeah, well, I've I've definitely gone for unnecessary padding. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not true. It's not true. I've found a, a way. I mean, it because you can only have." people run away and escape i mean the ambassadors of death is the classic one isn't it where people escape uh, don't get away get put back in try to escape again don't get out or or that that sort of strangely slightly scottish criminal guy who's looking after the Martians, says, Yes, I'll kill the doctor for you. Here's a bomb to take in and blow his face off. (laughs) Oh, it didn't work. It killed the man who had the bomb. And then the next thing he said, Yeah, I'll kill the doctor for you. I'll put the wrong fuel in the pipe for his
0: rocket. Oh, that went wrong too. Oh, well, I'll send some astronauts to kill him. (laughs) <laughs> it's like, yes, this is, this is Looney Tunes,
7: isn't it? By this it's, point, I mean, you
0: are the coyote.
3: It's a, um, you think only one of those things needed to happen, but because it's seven parts, they had yeah. to keep trying. And the doctor, so, st- the doctor outwits him at one point by just having something better to do. <laughs> so they get this fake invite from the Brigadier to meet them, so, and the, for Liz and the doctor to meet the brigadier and the doctor goes well i'm going to stay here and do this and she goes oh well i'll go then so they miss capturing the doctor because he had something else on just
0: just busy watering his plants just doing something else (laughs) there was no ingenuity the doctor didn't escape from his grass he just didn't bother turning up you know i mean i just love all these things i just love this whole the other thing that i always find amusing is that electing a decision to go back is just Ah, something you know Yes. Well, we must go back. Or like, I've left my coat. We've got to go back. You know, it's like this. So, like, oh yes. How many times can we do this? You know, before we get slightly bored. How many? How many sto- How many times do we have to retell the same story? Exactly. Now, the clever thing you see about the other
3: two, uh, two seven-parters in season seven is that they both had other little injections of ideas. So, Inferno. The obvious one is they go sideways into an alternative dimension, which adds another dimension to the story which oh. gives it legs for the seven episodes and the silurians has the plague the silurian plague that and they do that whole thing of london being infected and all that kind of stuff so you know rest assured listeners i have found some, there's something else in my story that gives it legs for the seven episodes
0: Yes, so. he's doing. They they go to an alternative dimension and they all catch a cold, and it's, <laughs> it's just brutal. It's very topical. Um, very topical. Yeah, very topical. It's on it. But
3: listen, I've been authorized by our head of marketing to uh, just give you a very early clip from The Annihilators.
2: What? Who is it? Ah, Liz, thank goodness you're awake. Well, I am now. How early is it? It's three o'clock in the morning. My dear Dr. Shaw, sleep is for tortoises. (gasps) Then I'm a tortoise. (laughs) even if you
8: are, duty calls.
9: I should have known better than to stay over at HQ again.
2: And I hardly think trying to get a control console back in that police box of yours counts as No,
0: no, no, no. I fixed that.
6: Oh, have you? Really? Well done.
0: It's the Brigadier. What about him? He's just
3: telephoned. And he's sounding rather frantic. (laughs) Oh, dear. He's at
0: Lugate Docks up north and says there's something strange in the water. Ah, Detective Chief Inspector Denise Walker, I presume. I'm sorry to barge in This
1: is a police matter. Who on earth called you in?
2: Um, well, I, uh... Brigadier Lethbridge-Stewart, you are obliged to divulge your source. I want to know...
8: Inspector Walker, I am perfectly
2: within my rights
0: to preserve the confidentiality of my source. But you are
1: not within your rights to intrude upon a legitimate, ongoing police investigation. Now, please, I must insist you tell me who requested your presence here.
0: I... I... Now, look here. UNIT is a top-secret organisation. If someone took the bother to get in touch with us, that's cause enough for concern. On top of that, I was informed of certain matters which fall well within my purview.
2: Matters such as what?
0: Such as whatever's fermenting in the water out there and creating a green slick about the size of a double-decker bus, madam.
2: Do you have to drive so fast? I'm sure we're going to hit something.
8: Don't worry, Liz.
0: I'm trying out a new traffic avoidance sensor on Bessie.
6: You mean Bessie is
7: steering herself? Look,
0: no hands. Oh, for
7: goodness sake. Oh,
0: we love to hear it. Check that one out (laughs) when it's released. Time now, though, for our good review guide, finding the latest positive comments about Big Finish Productions to help recommend them. You know what's coming next? For you. (gasps) Gives me chills every time you know, I'd practice it in the mirror.
3: <laughs> and this week, as promised, it's the first Doctor Adventures for the Glory of Earth from Big Finish Productions. Doctor Who: The First Doctor Adventures, Volume 5. So, give me your hand. The
7: walkway's dry.
4: I don't hear a single one of you congratulating me for landing somewhere circumspect. Circumspect, yes, that's one word for it.
2: We are on Earth. A particularly awful,
9: barbaric version of it.
7: Prepare for an announcement from Daddy Dominus.
0: Raise your hands. Papers. Proof of genetic
8: history. I beg your pardon? So, they did not kill any of you? No. Whatever that thing is, it's getting closer.
2: Do you think he's hunting us?
8: I hadn't thought that. Where are we going? To the globe, my
0: dear. We're going to see one of Mr. William Shakespeare's
2: plays.
0: I may not be able to serve you up a play, but what I can serve you is a splendid dinner. What are
8: you going to do? She's just a girl. Leave her alone. <coughs> 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 yeah! Do you want to see my head on a pike on Tower Bridge?
2: Do you want Cecil to steal the crown and put a Spanish princess on the throne? Will
9: you take the stage? Will you help my Lord Essex change all our fates?
4: Shut him in the Iron Maiden! She's a cruel lover! First
8: she'll embrace you, then she pleads you try!
2: Your grandfather's in the Tower, you said? He was arrested for treason. Offended someone, no doubt. The Queen. You don't say
3: big finish we love stories
0: just go to bigfinish.com and type earth sounds like uh some sort of ogre on but um no you spell it u-r-t-h <laughs> am i I, kn- I knew that joke was coming it sounded like it is the it? funexi <laughs> N E i'm v-f-n-10-e-x thank you anyways uh, into the search pane, shove that one in. U R T H. Into the search pane at the top to locate this fine audio drama. Um, first up, we've got one here from uh, Indie Mac user Jacob Licklider. Um, the first Doctor Adventures Volume 5 continues to be a celebration of the early years of Doctor Who, bringing the month of April to a brilliant close for releases. For those who enjoy the new series, this may be a way to get into the style of the classic series, especially the 1960s, with flair from the new series brought in. It's a 9.5 out of 10. I say. Um, That's swish, it? Mmm, nice.
3: 9.5, 9.5, 9.5. It's going up, going up. 9.6, 9.7, 9.8. Uh, yes, I give that review 10 out of it's Perfect. 12. Uh, we made this network.com, Ben Taylor says for any doctor who fan with even a passing familiarity of where it all began the first doctor adventures volume five is a worthwhile investment okay. i say it's part of his portfolio clearly <laughs> well done he's a banker you know <laughs> well i've heard the rumors a chance to dive back into the good old days made with love and affection by fans so many decades
0: later thank you ben very pleasant very pleasant mm. uh, sci-fi bulletin.com paul simpson as reviewing for the glory of Earth, um, oh. don't go in expecting any respite. This is grim from start to finish. I say, but it is a well-told and executed tale.
6: <laughs> that's
0: the executed tale. Um, nine out of ten. Um, there's also a little extra review here. Extra review here. Um, the Ooh. Hollow Crown. Um, that's the review claxon. Uh, a great piece <laughs> of historical drama. Nine out of ten. I give both those
3: reviews eight. Out of 7.2 Very nice Breaking boundaries here Uh, Here Oh now listen It's Tony Filer. Tony Flyer Flyer. (laughs) (laughs) Tony who wrote in last week And um, whose whose email I didn't read out particularly well Because I was still a bit ill Um, Had a bit of a funny turn during it (laughs) I was alright by the end Uh, Warpedfactor.com is where Tony's writing at the moment Uh, Seriously, folks, he's such a brilliant reviewer. You should all be clamouring to get him on board. Uh, all in all, for the glory of Earth and the hollow crown are extremely different stories. He doesn't say overall, you see, he says all in all. all oh, look, a very good writer with similarities in their underpinnings. They each make us look at some things we think we understand from a brand new angle. And they both do so while very firmly determined to tell a great story first and foremost. They succeed all along the way, which means the first Doctor Adventures volume 5 can stand proudly alongside its predecessor sets, which, given the quality of this range, is both never necessarily a given and is really saying something. Really saying something. bye but- Sorry I just went all banana ramen. then. Uh, you have to work almost ridiculously hard to turn out stories this engaging while being true to both the spirit of the early 60s Who and to the spirit of enhanced adventure that the 21st century audio allows. Everyone involved in The First Doctor Adventures Volume 5 works that hard and the result is a set that delivers on every level. On the ground floor, uh, the first floor, just past the fire extinguisher. Basement. Yeah, there's, well, the basement. Uh, that goes without saying, Benji. Yeah, course, I can't even yeah. believe you brought it up. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> it happens. What about the roof garden? The roof garden, it works on that level too. Does it really? Yeah. Good I Lord. give that review 100 out of 3.4.
4: 100.
0: 100. 100. 100. <laughs> Well, the next one here is from uh, GlamAdelaide.com.au. I always love it whenever um, Glam Adelaide reviews something. That, and if my name is in it, it just makes me happy because I just love being like, yes, yes, well, I got name checked by Glam Adelaide. It makes me sound like I'm in some kind of like fashion magazine.
8: Yeah, like, Are you, as, as you Clifford, should
0: uh, reviewed for, for Glam magazine.
8: <laughs> yes, well, you know. So- Ni- sounds like nice. to- you're a
0: glamour model. <laughs> I'm a gla- I am a glamour model. Nice socks. Um, this is from Rodney Havatin. Um, uh, this series is still very much a surprisingly good product with scripts that are above average oh. and performances that come from the top drawer. Oh? <laughs> I'm <laughs> going to check out. Good lord. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It's uh,
0: David Bradley. All David, right, David. Bradley. <laughs> what are you doing in there, Dan? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> so that's what you're doing your time off. Uh, fans of previous volumes will no doubt enjoy this set as much as the others and fans new to this series will be more than happy with this time capsule of early years of the programme Much stubbed his toe here yeah four stars so. there very rude it could be ow says uh, Rodney <laughs> yeah ouch that's that's what it spells
3: oh dear and I've just messed up the order of the reviews but I'll read this fool. one out on oh, Twitter fool. Pertwee Smith 11 at Pertwee yeah, Smith quite. 11 <laughs> yes. mm. Really digging the hollow crown. I say, I say he's some kind of archaeologist. Uh, this range always produces. <coughs> I,
4: I suddenly
3: became Bill Filer. <laughs> this range always produces stellar historical stories. My granny was called Stella. Do you reckon they dramatised some historical stories about was her? The, what, what's, did she have a double-barreled surname? Historical stories. Stella, <laughs> Maybe she historical didn't. stories. <laughs> Jason, <laughs> yes.
0: hey, Henry. A page turner. Um, <laughs> well, that's it for the reviews this week. Next week, we'll be talking about Torchwood, Gooseberry by James Goss.
3: Coming up right now, we go behind the scenes with the long-awaited The Year of Martha Jones, featuring
4: Freema Adjiman. Hello, I'm David Richardson. I'm the producer of The Year of Martha Jones.
5: Hello, I'm Scott Hancock, and I am the director of The Year of Martha Jones.
1: Hi, everyone. It's just me, Martha Jones. Shall we get started?
4: This started. Um, gosh, I don't even know if you know this. This started five years ago.
5: I, I do know this because I was doing approvals at the BBC, and I remember oh, yes. um, it coming across my desk as an idea in a sort yeah. of, "Oh, would we be able to do this?" And I remember going, "Yeah, of course. It's it's a lovely idea. It doesn't impinge on any other screen continuity. So, yeah, it's it's just a natural pocket to tell stories in. It
4: is. Yes. Um, and we'd we'd actually developed four storylines, and. They were, they were different storylines to the ones we've made now, actually, with different writers, which is um, no offence to the original writers, it's just over the period of time, we had five years to gestate it, and in the end, um, people became unavailable, or we went in different directions. So we found ourselves in a different place. The, the reason it didn't happen originally was because Freema's career went through the stratosphere she was filming overseas on different projects um and just wasn't available to make it so Mm. it kind of went on ice for all of this time and uh strangely we both started talking you were talking to freema and i was talking to freema's agent yeah at the same time
5: well this is it I, i i had an idea with james goss to try and introduce martha into torchwood and i when i first spoke to freema a few years ago she was slightly oh i don't know if it's the right time to come back as martha but uh, i knew she'd worked with eve miles and uh, i knew her from the bbc days as well so i just said oh look if we did a torture to you and eve would you be up for it she went yeah do you know what i'm happy to return to martha now that'd be cool and she really enjoyed that experience so i think at the time i said look i know david's working on these these stories would you be up for more and she said oh yeah if it's if it's as easy as this and as much fun, absolutely. So it was it was a sort of nice synchronicity of, of projects coming together.
1: The thing about this planet is that they didn't want to admit they were being invaded. They just figured, you know, that if no one accepted it, then it wasn't happening. The ships hovered in the sky and the people said, should we worry? The ships started to land and the leaders said, there is nothing to fear. Some people said, something must be done. As the troops came off, the leaders said, don't pay attention to them, we are in charge. As the killing started, more people demanded that something must be done. I am Freema Adjman and I am playing Dr Martha Jones. It's, it's been really interesting going backwards actually. I think... um it's 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 interesting because even certain things like speech pattern is something I had to think about because I definitely know when I was doing the show um, 12 plus years ago I feel like almost have my voice was different like you know physiologically and also the way the sort of my interpretation and representation of Martha Jones um, then is was quite different to to the way I naturally sound now So even then just trying to find that person's voice again um, literally and also, sort of um imaginatively because because where she is in that point um you know is is kind of we we really didn't know what she was going through psychologically during that year we see her embark on it and we see the conclusion of it and it always seemed like she was able to hold on to the grand plan but it's it's going to be interesting to kind of really see her as a normal person trying to do extraordinary things and and maybe cracking uh, at times because she doesn't have a support network necessarily, Um, but she does have incredible independence and strength, which we learn about her early on in the series, so I think she can probably rely on that, but it would be great to see how she does ebb and flow um, throughout that that journey. So, the Doctor just marches into their parliament, the Parliament of Mujva. Something's wrong with your sky, I'm the Doctor and I'm here to help.
5: So, uh, the first story, uh, The Last Diner by James Goss, um, sets up the adventure. It's our first story. Martha's been traveling the world for a good while already and uh, escaped uh, Japan, I think, which I think is mentioned on screen as having burned. So, you know, she's been through a lot. And uh, we catch up with her here, uh, being ferried around by the resistance pockets in America which actually, uh, it's been lovely casting American actors in this and getting authentic voices um, for the various parts as we go. But yeah, it's just setting up that idea again of Martha traveling the globe and the importance of her telling stories and the impact that has on different people. And that's the lovely thing as we progress through this box set is you see how some people challenge her, some people hang on her every word.
1: Nice music, Tucker. Classic. And look at you guys, this is like a party. <laughs> you bet. I'm boiling some water. We're having noodles. An instant noodle party.
6: Marina Curtis and I play Karen. Well, Karen is a soccer mom. <sighs> she's, she's, she's a soccer mom with an attitude. So um, she's a little bit like me in that respect in, in as much as she kind of, she says what she means. She doesn't hold back. Um, and sometimes it's not particularly polite, but, you know, she gets the point across. I'm afraid we've spared you all we can from our rations. Sure, of course. I know, it's just... uh... The whole planet's starving. I wanted to be in something associated with Doctor Who because, um, well, let's just put it this way. When people ask me who my first doctor was, it was the first doctor, because I'm ancient we only had two TV channels and then we got three and then we got four but you know there wasn't really a lot of choice of what to watch um, so Doctor Who was must see TV I was hid behind a bush when they got him they took their time
5: My Other Half is a massive Star Trek fan and uh, went to see Dark Sublime last year which had Jacqueline King in and uh, Mark Gatis, both of whom I know very well and also Michael Dennis who'd written Class for me so he went to see us, and they went, oh, you've got to come and see this next time you're in London. So we went along and, you know, said hello to Jackson. so I met Marina then. And I remember thinking, oh, while well, she's in the country, I should, try, you know, we offered her a tour to it, but she couldn't do it because of her availability. And then David spotted she was in the country for a convention while we were recording, Martha, and said, wouldn't it be great to see if we can get her in? And knowing I'd sort of spoken to the agent before, but it hadn't worked out, I said, well, yeah, that's worth a try. And... You know, it just so happened, I think she was due to travel back on the Monday we recorded. But, you know, she read the scripts. Um, I think she's always wanted to be involved in Doctor Who. and So, uh, you know, God love her, she amended her flights so she could come in and have a day with us.
6: Come in, come in. Take a booth.
3: Just go to bigfinish.com and type Martha, M-A-R-T-H-A. Uh, to find this exciting set of adventures possibly even more exciting than that it's
0: listeners email is it it's not it isn't I'm, I'm so excited I'm putting on a, a hoodie at the moment. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. yeah it's yeah, gets a bit parky in here I feel, feel like I times. might be mugged. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, it's a camouflage hoodie. It was, uh, I, really, that's why I can't see you. Yeah, well, we guess it's really cheap on, on, on Amazon, and I have to say it's incredibly warm, mm. um, yeah, which is good. Sometimes, you know, the best things in life aren't free, but, but close. Um... <laughs> Uh, and, and fortunately for all of you listeners, emails are free. Um, you don't have to, to pay any fees. You don't have to put anything in the meter. They just roll in. You know. Well, you have to put the work in. I mean, it goes without saying. But if you want to email us, just send it to podcastthebigfinish.com uh, and it will fly through the air and whack us on the head a bit like when Strax threw that, that paper at um, Clara. At Clara. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That one of my favourite comedy moments. That was an, e- that was, uh, an email, actually. Was it? Yeah, a
3: hidden.
0: rolled up email. <laughs> rolled up email. <laughs> uh, this one here is from Joshua Duffy. Uh, oh. Subject is Cyberman, War Games and Chronologies All Round. Oh. Yes, uh, 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 Chronologies All Round, everybody. Yay! Yay! <laughs> cheers, cheers. <laughs> Happy Chronologist Day. Oh, um, lovely, thank you. No, oh, no, no. That was a particularly nice one. Well, thank you. I, I chronologised it myself. Uh, by the time you're reading this, I hope Nick has gotten better again and that his COVID has, his COVID has been exterminated. Pr- pretty much, yes. Pretty, pretty much. Good enough for me. Uh, in the last episode, you were talking about the possibility of doing a chronology list for each doctor on the Big Finish website. It just sounds like a GP at this point, doesn't it? Yes, I'm just looking on my chronology list, and uh, yes, yes. Um, a few months ago, I made a Word document which puts all of the arcs in timeline order for each Doctor, such as old Anissa, uh, Evelyn, Charlie, etc., so that uh, it makes it easier to figure out which audios to listen to in order oh. and which ones to listen to without having to worry about listening to a previous audio, audio to understand it. I see. I've got two questions here. Okay, all right. Uh, I've noticed we uh, nearly have all the different Cybermen on audio. Right. Could we see the Cybermen from the wheel in space? You know our ways. Um, uh, and you the David Tennant. You know our ways.
3: <laughs> I always have to nod when I do that voice. You have I did. to do it. Yes, it's very. I, I did the, the Cyberman voices for the wheel in space for the uh, BBC audio book. I think Mm, David Troughton might have been reading the main thing, but I did all the cyber voices. And in order to do the cyber voices, I just had to... I had to nod as I spoke. (gasps) Sorry, that was my WhatsApp Uh,
0: pinging. I wonder if... Have you sent me a message, Ben? I haven't. No, it might be one of the Cybermen from Weird in Space saying, stop nodding. (laughs) Maybe it's from Noddy. Um, Anyway, uh, uh, could could we see this Cybermen from the Weird in Space and the David and Tennant and Jodie Whittaker eras appear any time soon?
3: Well, uh, the, the one, the wheel in space
0: ones, they're just not very good, are they? Really, they've forgotten how to do the voice. And... There's only one Cyberman that I want to see, Nick, yes, that. and that's any that talk like this. <laughs> the beacon
4: is ours. This the is beacon is shaft. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, yeah, uh, and the David Tennant and Jodie Whittaker eras appear anytime soon. Mm. Well, the thing is that I already used that effect for. Many other cyber voices, really. So, I mean, the one we—I don't. Th- oh no, I have done the uh, sort of Capaldi, that low modulated one. The one, Um, it's um, and that that's been in unit, I think. So I think I think you'll find that the the Jodie Whittaker effect has been. I've already used it. We've never put them on the cover, though, of course, because we don't have a license for that era. <laughs>
0: the true answer there isn't it really Mm. Uh, we got one more question here as well Uh, will the second doctor adventures beyond war games uh include references to or even an adaptation of the book world game since it was also set during season 6b around the same time this box set will be around well um no
3: It's my answer, because we're doing our own sort of kind of season 6B thing. I mean, that was the the book by Terence Dix, and it started this whole season 6B thing sort of rolling, I think, really. Um, So we, we have a kind of different way into it, but we won't, unless something changes, we won't be seeking to adapt books. We'll be seeking to do, you know, original scripts. It's uh the sky sc- followed? Yeah. The, yeah. Well I've I've co-written the first script with um Mark Wright, the producer of the range. So I was gonna say it's very good, but that seems a little bit egotistical, doesn't it, since I co wrote it. It's half good. Mark's bit's good. <laughs>
0: I mean my bit's absolutely appalling. It's terrible. Fast it's... forward though, is there you'll find his bits on track eight, twelve and fourteen. There we go.
3: It's a it's a new way of promoting big finish, like you so we say, the annihilators full of unnecessary padding. And uh, and beyond war games, only half good.
0: It's, <laughs> yeah, it uh, works. Reverse psychology.
3: Yeah, it's like there was a restaurant. Did I tell you about it. Saying warm beer and terrible food. so <laughs> they used to have a sign outside. I went in there. The beer wasn't warm at all. But anyway, it made you the intrigued. Food was terrible.
0: <laughs> I think the food was all right. It was very hot. I remember warm the- beer and terrible food.
7: <laughs>
0: uh, uh, good album name there, isn't it?
3: Oh, next up this is from kent woodworth uh, prayers Prez... woodworth it's a good name i like it name. woodworth come here boy <laughs> kent we don't think you're a dog
0: what well, benji apparently does no it's those more classrooms sort of All woodworth right. come here why haven't you done your homework there was something the way you said "boy" sounded like you were calling a dog come here boy come here boy come here boy, All right, come boy. Here, boy. You, have on, to, you can't talk to a dog and come here boy, you have to be come here boy, come
3: on boy sorry, carry on. So there you are, Kent. There's a big welcome for you there. It says prayers for you and your family, Nick, in your bout with COVID. Oh, thank you, thank you, Kent. I and other listeners feel like we get to know you a little while listening to you and Benji and others over the years on the podcast. I suppose you do. I mean, you know, we're not putting on some kind of weird act or am i are we Uh, even though i've never met you i've come to consider you a friend oh ken thank you i greatly admire and am amazed by the many facets of your work at big finish i pray that you get well soon thank you ken yeah i am uh, yeah i'd be lying if i said that i was completely over it at the covid19 but i'm certainly you know i still get a bit of fatigue from it it's a really nasty virus Get a blooming vaccine, folks. I tell you, the vaccine isn't guaranteed to protect you. But the vast majority of people who are in hospital suffering really badly with Covid and who sadly die, the vast majority of them are are people who haven't had vaccines. So it's, uh, you know, but the, the vaccine guarantees, does it not, that you may... You probably won't
0: get seriously ill with it. I think that's it fair. significantly to say. reduces your chances of potential hospitalisation and yeah. potential complication. But yeah, get your vaccines. It's I, I, all good. Yeah, please do. It's all good. Well, uh, Brandon Brown here um, has a subject for a small dark season. Good morning. Good, good morning. 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 Good morning. Take a seat. Um, <laughs> refreshment. Tea? Coffee? Hot bovril? Have you um, ever
3: said refreshment to anyone? Do um, you say none. refreshment?
0: Uh, no, only when offering those little sweets that you used Refreshers. to get from Woolworths. Refreshers. Refresher? Um, I've never said refreshment. Because to me it sounds a bit like they might pong a bit. Like you'd
3: like them to refresh themselves. <laughs> uh, refreshment. Well, refreshment. Here's uh, some uh, Radox. Get in the shower, you <laughs> smell smelly. Um, <laughs> oh, well, that's uh, one of my side effects from Covid. I- you smell I smell, and no, I can't smell. I, I've lost my sense of smell. That's terrible. Well, it's quite an advantage when the cat does something in the litter tray, and I <laughs> but can't smell it. A when disadvantage when you walk past the curry house. I know it's really That's weird. The best so smell. It, it, it's affecting my taste. I mean, I don't like brown bread anymore because it just tastes sort of strangely burnt, and I can't smell it. It's very weird. Uh, by the way, uh, Jamie Anderson wrote to me. Uh, d- d- the interesting thing about how COVID gets rid of your smell, is that COVID infects the cells that support and nourish the nerve cells responsible for smell, uh, not the nerves themselves. But as those support cells are damaged and die, it starves the nerves, which can also die. Even if they don't die, the reduced signalling from them means your brain doesn't pay as much attention anymore. So even once the support cells, then the nerves, recover, it takes a while for the brain to start listening and interpreting the signals again. So that's weird. So the information is going into your brain, but your brain gets out of the habit of, of logging it, basically. So the smell information comes in and your brain just goes, "Well, I don't know what that is, so I'm not going to... I'm not going to mention that to
0: him. <laughs> Sounds like your brain needs a, a Red Bull or something, doesn't it? You know? Well, you wouldn't smell it. No, but it might kick start things, I don't know. But,
3: yeah, I find that I, I want things that have got very sharp flavours. Like, I like really sweet things at the moment. And, and like, uh, drinking uh, uh, Marmite and, and hot water. <laughs> really sort of tangy, you know, and I've gone Enough off... To f-
0: so you get the extremities of it already, isn't it? It's so you can taste it, I suppose.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: So, like a nice Thai meal or a curry. You know, I, I don't
3: know what kind Who doesn't? of for lunch. Well, yeah. yeah. Can we discuss my
0: uh, diet a little bit more? No. No. Have more uh, rough There we go. Uh, good morning. Uh, oh, just oh, yes, finished uh, the Dark Season audiobook mm. and uh, rewatched, rewatched, actually. Re rewatched, it says there, um, the TV episodes online. Any chance Big Finish will create and continue stories in this series? Many of us hope so. Thanks, Brandon. I think that seagull behind you uh it's having a lovely time
3: i liked, isn't liked it? the idea of that and <laughs> I, I think yes, yes 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 please russell t davis um <laughs> i i go along with the uh, the seagull's desire and let, let's see if we can make that seagull even happier uh, that's it for the
0: emails this week more next time Still to come on the podcast, I feel like this is the bit you know. And this morning when they go, still to come on the program, and then you hear di, 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 di. It, it is that I, bit. Yeah. I felt I felt very much that was that was happening. I was just I didn't hear the music and it shocked no. me for a moment. <laughs> uh, still to come on this podcast, the Randomoid Selectron, giving you a twenty five percent discount on a randomly selected Big Finish release. Uh, also, there'll be a fifteen minute drama tease uh, of the Year of Martha Jones, and Gino De Campo will be cooking a lovely souffle for us later in the program. But first it's time for also available this week it's Torchwood the Grey Mare
3: oh I'll do my cooking
0: now <laughs> love him you're scared because you know something's wrong something's out there tonight in the dark and it wants to hurt us well hold on to that fear Annie it'll keep us alive it'll keep us alive <laughs>
8: Hi, I'm Stuart Pringle, and I'm one of the co-writers on Grey Mare.
9: I'm Laura Mooney, and I'm the other co-writer on Grey Mare. The grey bride is coming to the feast. The Marie, she wears a white
2: shawl over her horse's skull like a bride. There she is. It's a sort of ghost story, a Christmas ghost story.
9: So, in terms of where the idea came from for this, I suppose uh, we we both love Christmas, and we love a Christmas ghost story. We've um, we've got the uh, classic. 70s adaptations of the old ml james stories in a big box set that comes out every year uh every christmas which um for Stuart i should say starts around the end of august (laughs) um so we just i think we were interested in finding a version of that that could be sci-fi and could be torchwood um and could have a sort of new modern context i suppose
8: yeah and we've always really loved i think both of us have a huge love of folk horror and all the different kind of machinations of folk horror um and i think a lot of that comes down to both being kind of interested in uh, rural places and rurality. I grew up in a little village that has this kind of crazy New Year's Eve ceremony every year where the men from the village carry barrels of burning tar around on their heads. My dad did it. My granddad did it. Um, and so I've always loved that kind of idea of, of stories which emerge somehow from something ancient and varied, something which is kind of within the cultural folk memory um, and which has its kind of own significances. But that you can then think about, well, what if there was something else to it? What if there was Uh, a mystery older than that or a mystery that is extraterrestrial or or something that kind of has been lost in the in the cultural myth i think is a really exciting and scary place for, for science fiction and fantasy to go
0: i've lived in this village all my life the mari goes around every christmas but this is zombies
6: what is this
9: i think the other thing that's fun about those is how they relate to communities you know the um the Mary Lewis story belongs to the community that Yanta is entering and he's an outsider to it and I think there's something you know even in in the not speaking of Welsh you know my um my granddad grew up in Wales in a generation where he just he just missed out on learning Welsh as a child he just didn't it wasn't in his education and he's had to kind of go back and painstakingly learn it as an adult and so there's something for us that's interesting about um, the relationship between a, a folk story and a community that owns it that, that it's inviting in a way you get told it but it's also a way of keeping outsiders out and that feels feels like a kind of interesting tension what
6: you
4: said earlier the game the call and response the punko right he wants to
5: get in so what else does he want
2: i don't know it's just an old you know it's wassailing it's what old christmas tradition the poor calling on the rich and all that uh why well you know
0: to feed are she must be fed. And
8: then it's like what happens when you take this super modern person like Yanto, someone who lives in a very contemporary world, and you plunge him into this world where ancient things live and where nothing is quite as it seems.
9: Um, and I think, I suppose that's why it was such um, a joy to be able to write Mrs Watkins, you know, because uh, as an older character, I mean, and you love writing for older the characters anyway. For yeah, all the I love
8: older characters. I think I've always enjoyed writing characters who just have a bit more life experience, uh, who kind of come with all their own tragedies and triumphs and everything like that. Um, uh, I think it's just great fun. And to write these really lively old characters, I think is, is, really, is really a joy. Yeah,
9: and he has a different access
8: to that story. Yeah, totally different access. Has her own history with the mm. has her own uh has her own uh, community. Yeah, place. exactly. Yeah. And, and for whom this is sort of something completely unexpected, but also something which she has some kind of, you know. Language for. Yeah, and a cultural sort of memory of. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we hope you enjoy it.
9: Yeah, and uh, well, Merry Christmas. Merry
8: Christmas.
3: Hey, after midnight though, That means it's Christmas. Just go to bigfinish.com and type Grey Mare into the search pane at the top to get yourself some audio spooky
0: chills. It's in there. There we go. Uh, Soon it'll be time uh, to give you a 15-minute drama tease of The Year of Martha Jones. But first, it's...
3: The Randomoid Selector-Tron, where we give you a 25% discount on a randomly selected Big
0: Finish release. Oh no, I'm not, I promise you, I'm not I'm not joking here. Well, uh, I bet it's, you are. It's, it's a Cybermen story, Cybermen, the last of the Cybermen. Um, Colin Baker, Wendy Padbury and Fraser Hines, and you as the Cyberman. Yeah, well, because we were talking about the Cybermen in yeah. the listeners' emails
3: section, weren't we?
0: Ran does have an uncanny ability to, um, to to pull out stories that are relevant to what we're talking about. Oh, or now maybe why we isn't just it coming about... up? Well, that's because you're a fool. The last
3: of the Cybermen. Just try, try uh, just, just try last of the Cybermen. Oh, the... That. oh well, that'll be why. Because that's not the title. Now, bit There we go. Yes, um, I think um, it was who was this directed by? Was it Ken?
0: It feels like it could be a Ken. Ken yes, thing. it was Ken. Uh, yes. yes,
3: and I think it's got um, Nicholas. Um, what's his face in it? Uh, Nicholas Farrell. Nicholas Farrell. Yeah, and Kieran Hodgson. I don't think we knew Kieran so well. Maybe this was the first one he did. Wow, not sure. Uh, when was this? When 2015. Was this 2015.
0: Could have been. Music yeah. by Nigel Fares. Uh Sound design by Nigel Fares as well. Written by Alan Barnes. Fantastic Alan Barnes. Yeah. Cover by Tom Webster. Directed by Ken Bentley. Produced by David Richardson. I mean, it's everything you could want in a little box, isn't it?
3: It is. And there's a lovely writer's notes section on the website and back stage section there and it's a really beautiful cover too yeah great stuff a crazy crazy cyber story coming soon from big Finish productions
2: the doctor's been gone for over an hour now what's keeping him
3: all i know is he told us to stay in the TARDIS. whatever happened
0: joey harriet jamie mccrimmon as i live and breathe
5: hey Who are you? Ah, the
2: eternal question. The doctor wasn't running from him. He was running from that
0: Cyberman. Run! But it seems to me that your average civilians are a bit eager to presume that these Cybermen are, are a thing of the past, something that belongs in museums and shows and gung ho
7: hollow movies. Aye. I wonder,
0: is that why I came here? A signal
7: from Talos Cybernet
3: will mobilise in 1.90 cycles. Confirm. Please, I don't want to be
0: a cyborg. <laughs> Jamie, what's in there? Show me. I can get it crawling out of my hand. A Cybermat!
7: Destroy. Destroy. Destroy
3: big finish we love stories um while i email jackie at big finish so that she knows which item to put the offer live on as she always does so efficiently and willingly benji will explain how you get your 25 percent discount it's quite complicated but i think you'll find don't you think benji
0: worth it's worth it it's worth it it. (laughs) always it's worth the effort okay good luck i i wouldn't say no Uh, Just go to bigfinish.com, head on the menu on there to podcasts. Once you're on the podcast page, um, there'll be a little blurb uh, and it will say read more. That'll be on the latest podcast. You click read more and then in the blurb underneath it will say just click here and enter the code buckup. Uh, it's Buckup, B U C K U P, all capital letters, no spaces, no complications, <laughs> no emojis. Uh, they don't work. I've tried, um, even the one with the little ghosty, just doesn't work. But if you click there and enter it in, you'll get 25% off. It's a cracking way of just saving a few of those pennies and completing mm. your collection, because we all like we're all completionists here, aren't we? we? Always like to to have it all. Um, yeah, so that's what I would. That's what I would do. You could do something else. You could do a, a rain dance, but I can't guarantee that you will get your 25% no? off. Oh. No? No, OK. No, we've, we've had people email in about it, and they said that uh, whilst they thoroughly enjoyed the activity, it um, just didn't, <laughs> didn't didn't happen. They ended up paying full price.
3: Well, but they did get some rain. Uh, thanks, Ran. Uh, fantastically random, as always. Not really, though. More, more like you're listening to our brainwaves. With that famous... Benji Clifford Owl. <laughs> Next week's podcast is entitled Baben Cops. Hmm. And features the worlds of Blake Seven, Baben the Butcher, starring Colin Baker, recreating the titular role. And in our also available segment, we tease you with the audiobook
0: Star Cops Sins of the Father. Not to be confused by Son of. Was it Son of a Father Did um? Oh, who does that song? They used. Son of I can't remember. You're not even going to look it up. I'll look it up. Son of my father by chicory Tip. Chicory Tip. you can watch. Why is Why are they called chicory Tip? I mean, why not? Quite frankly, I hope it's nothing rude. I hope it's nothing rude, listeners. I just type them in and I'm getting a lovely video of them on the beach having a little dance. Many, many. Marvelous. I remember um, I
3: had a, a sort of music for pleasure album when I was a kid called Moog Party Time. Oh, and was, yeah. And it was loads of pop tastic, you know, recordings, but all done on a Moog synthesizer. And there was a version of uh, Son of My Father.
0: I bet it was really good because it's a synthesizer on. song, oh. isn't yeah,
6: it?
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, makes me so happy um, if just you're time happy now. I'm happy I hope you're happy too <laughs> just time now of course uh, to thank you all for listening thank you so much for uh, for singing dancing don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to this one we'll be back next week bye
3: for now time now for the year of Martha Jones starring Freema Adjaman The Last Diner by James Goss
7: She's not here yet.
6: She'll come. Get the jukebox, will you? Doesn't Ken. Patrol's got him. Come in here tonight.
7: Oh. I'm sorry to hear that.
6: I was hid behind a bush when they got him. They took their time.
7: (laughs) They do these days, huh? There we go.
6: They sound so
7: happy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, i pulled the blinds down so they can't see the light. On it. <gasps> it's okay, Karen. It's just the regulars.
6: Come in, come in. Take a booth. Tucker, see what we've got.
7: Sure thing, Karen. Okay, folks. So on the menu tonight, I've got cold running water coming right up. Soon as I can fill a jug.
6: Nothing but the best at the last diner. Settle in. She'll be here. She'll come. She always does.
7: Stay calm, everyone.
1: Oh,
6: well, she's moved on.
1: Hi everyone! It's just me, Martha Jones. Shall we get started? last of them hidden in a mirror, the doctor put an end to the family of blood.
6: Okay, everyone. That wraps it up for tonight. You'll need to hurry back to your camps. Leave quietly. And good luck avoiding the patrols. The safe route at this time is down the old highway.
7: Tucker, be an angel and clear up.
6: Sorry, that was a bit longer than usual.
7: Don't worry about it. Everyone loves a story.
6: I just wish... I mean, going on after curfew. I'll be better tomorrow,
1: Karen. Sorry, is there any more...
6: I'm afraid we've spared you all we can from our rations.
1: Sure, of course. I know. It's just... The whole
6: planet's starving.
1: Well, that's the master for you. Wait, excuse me... Uh, So, were you going to leave without saying hi? uh, Come on, Holly. Weren't you going to say hello?
2: Yeah, I just didn't want to... uh, Martha! I can't believe you're really here. Tell me about it. I've been going camp to camp down the coast, travelling, Doctor. I heard you were here. I'm with them, you see. The Resistance? They've been helping me get around. I thought I'd check it out. Didn't think I'd actually catch up with you.
1: Well, now you've caught me. Come on, hug. Oh, How have you been?
2: Well, you know, the usual. Been shunted halfway around the world from rocket camp to rocket camp. Yeah, the usual. And you? You're some kind of, what, superstar? Well... Or terrorist? Huh? I mean, don't you want
1: to destroy the master? I'm just Martha Jones. I wander the world... Telling stories. Well, that's what they say. But is that really it? Stories. They are powerful. And they're all we've got. Listen, come back tomorrow night. It Would be good to catch up. This diner? Are you living here? Best you don't know. In case... I'm a spy. No. No, in case they catch you. I've learned that you can only reveal what you know. Right. I mean that. It would be good to see you properly okay feels like we lost touch before all this did we yeah and we need everyone that we've got now okay i just want
2: you to know that great it was you sorry who let it drift our friendship after i'm
1: sorry i didn't know what to say
2: well you're not short of words now see you tomorrow
9: Faster. Building lovely
7: rockets for our master. The rockets must shine. Uh, We've a few minutes before everyone gets here. Before...
1: Karen starts telling us what to do.
7: Uh, Come here. I want something to show you.
1: Is that... coffee?
7: Tonight's special...
1: Oh, Tucker, I've not had coffee for ages. Uh,
7: Probably for the best. (laughs) I I found some used filters when I was cleaning the guards' rooms.
1: Oh, this is from a bin? Yeah. Still, I've not had coffee for ages. Oh.
7: Uh, Oh. Do you like it? Yes. Mmm. You can throw it away if you want.
1: No, 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 no. Mm. Reminds me of how things were.
7: <laughs> I guess that's why we come to hear the stories. It's easy to forget things that we used to take for granted. Like hope. Hope. Do you remember when the coffee ran out?
1: Oh, the headaches.
7: That's a stupid complain about them. My whole family gone. But these headaches... I thought they'd never go away. The little things...
1: I'm sorry. Everyone's lost so much.
7: You still got people?
1: Uh, I don't know. I try not to think about it.
7: Yeah. Yeah, but somehow... The stuff you tell us... I mean, it, it sounds cheesy. But it makes it better. The doctor... yeah. Stories about him. Is he real?
1: Absolutely.
7: (laughs) I, I can't quite believe it. No, I can. I can.
1: This coffee, you know, you get used to it. Don't stay too late tidying up, Tucker.
2: Martha. Holly. Mind if I walk with you for a bit? A bit. Sure. Were you avoiding me tonight? No. Yes. Maybe. Yeah. Everyone got so excited passing that cup of coffee around. No chance for two old friends to catch up. So I thought I'd just walk with you. If you wanted to. And you hung around outside for how long, waiting? There
1: was no need. Uh, it's okay. It's kind of you. Look, when your mum died, I was so young and I just couldn't... I mean, there weren't words. There really weren't. That didn't mean that I didn't... Uh, yeah,
2: I know. I'm sorry. Well, let's talk about something else. That story you told tonight. The planet where everyone was asleep. Yeah. Did that really happen? I mean, I know you've dealt with alien stuff, but have you really been to other planets? Yes. Well, it's okay if you haven't. I mean, so much has happened. We all need something to believe in. That's all. Or the idea that there's more to the universe than making rockets. That there might be a world out there that notices what's happened to us and cares. Or cares enough to save us. Yes. Do you think anyone does? That people somewhere are watching us. That help is coming. I really hope so. From where? I... I mean, can you name any of the planets who might? I don't think I should. In case I get caught? Yes. And you don't trust me? Know who I'm working for?
1: Holly, it's not that. Isn't it? Look, I'm sorry. I have to be careful. People have let me down.
2: You've changed.
1: I have not. It's just I'm an imp... People are looking for me, that's all. I have to be careful.
2: Right, because you tell stories. Because you don't work in the camps. Because you live off our rations. OK,
1: fair. But what are the chances of you turning up at a work
2: camp where I happen to be? Pretty high. Those left alive are being moved around a lot. They ship us across the sea in shipping containers. I wouldn't recommend it, even if I was, what, an informer? It's not worth that. Holly. Patrol the shed. Get behind it.
9: I can
6: smell scared meat. Can you smell scared meat? Naughty meat, very naughty meat. The best
4: kind. Some close now. Oh, someone's in trouble. Mm
6: -hmm. But
4: there's fun
9: here. (laughs) But look over there. Such a lot of naughty people. Let's go say
6: hello. And you get to watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh God.
2: <sighs> they just... I was gonna walk back with them.
1: Instead you waited for me. Yeah. Yeah. There's no plan, it's just dumb luck. That's all we've got left. No, there's more. That's what I'm trying to
2: tell you. Oh, is there? Oh, Truthfully, I've not really thought about you. There's always been other stuff on my mind. Certainly wasn't expected to find you lecturing us all like you were Grandpa Smurf. Grandpa Smurf. I've just seen my friends killed. And that, that was quick. You're all about the stories. Here's one about hope for you. Sometimes they pick someone. Then they just fly them up a hundred feet off the ground. And they wait. Wait for the person to get tired. Because every time, those people hang on as long as they can because that's all that's saving them. But it's not enough. That's all the hope we've got left. Holly. Well, they've gone now. I'm heading back to the camp. There's a hole in the fence just over there in case you get caught and want something to tell the guards. I don't care about your hiding place. I just wanted to catch up with an old friend. Holly!
9: More lovely workers arriving by rocket, flown in by our master to make more shiny things.
6: Shipping people in? That's new. It came down at quite a lick.
7: Hello? Come, come.
9: Expensive equipment must be unloaded first, then your fellow victims.
6: Those that remain.
7: Oh, 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 rockets went awful fast. We're not
9: as not to, but we like the whoosh. <laughs> oh, 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 poor humans do not like the
6: whoosh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I,
7: I'll go start and load in the crates. <laughs> Come on,
6: guys. Fine, then I guess it's up to me to see to the passengers, Holly. Oh God, oh, the state of them.
7: Hey looks like they won't try this again.
6: (coughs) One of them's still alive! Polly Oh my god.
1: The thing about this planet is that they didn't want to admit they were being invaded. They just figured, you know, that if no one accepted it, then it wasn't happening. The ships hovered in the sky and the people said, should we worry? The ships started to land and the leaders said, there is nothing to fear. Some people said, something must be done. As the troops came off, the leaders said, don't pay attention to them, we are in charge. As the killing started, more people demanded that something must be done. And the leaders reluctantly made some suggestions and the people said, not that. And as the troops spread out and the lights went out, the leaders said, Well, we all tried, but there is nothing we could have done. And so it went on, until no one said anything at all. Sorry, that one's a, a bit of a downer. Oh, late arrivals. Martha! No, no, that's cool. Come in, sit down and... Mum? Martha. Martha. Mum! Oh my god! <laughs> oh. oh, it's so good to see you. Everyone, this is my mum! My mum! Oh, I don't believe it. Oh, mum, you're alive. <sighs>